Hello and welcome to BJGP Interviews. My name is Ewan Lawson. In this episode, we have Dr. Rita Partinen, who is a GP and Associate Professor at the Rural Clinical School, Faculty of Medicine at the University of Queensland in Australia. And the paper is GP Insights about discontinuing long-term antidepressant use and its a qualitative study. So we know that most antidepressant prescriptions are generated in general practice and discontinuation can be challenging. I started by asking Rita to tell us a little bit more about the evidence around antidepressants and around discontinuation, and in particular, the patient perspective. So we know that antidepressants continue to be used quite a lot and predominantly in general practice is the place that it gets prescribed. Uh, and I guess one of the, the issues seems to be that it doesn't seem to be being stopped. So the discontinuation, the evidence is supporting the fact that in general practice, predominantly prescriptions for antidepressants seem to just continue. And there's obviously some concerns around that, um, but it also seems to be that perhaps for some reason there's little concern around the need to to deprescribe, um, to keep things as is. And that can be, the evidence suggests there's a few different reasons around that. It's probably a combination of uh, patient perspectives and fears and uh, dependence on their medication, the fear that they don't want to go back to the way they were before, as well as some barriers potentially from general practitioners themselves, uh, feeling that they either don't want to, um, they don't need to change because the patient's tolerating it, so just leave things be. And But there may be more to it than that. And I guess there's a gap in the literature about understanding the GP perspective, really, that there hasn't been a lot of evidence around why do prescriptions for antidepressants continue to be repeated and and therefore not discontinued, uh, particularly for people with lesser severity at depression? We know that probably for the major severe depression that that is not as uh, you know continuing the medication may be the right thing to do. But those with the more moderate and milder ends of depression from the very start, we should be thinking about discontinuation, and probably at the time we prescribe. Yeah, so we've got this kind of overall evidence that, the, you know, the meta-analytic evidence suggests antidepressants for more severe varieties of depression. Certainly, there's some um, uh, there's some evidence around that. But perhaps, as you say, mild and moderate, we ought to have more of an eye on deprescribing. And there's already some evidence around the patient perspectives on that, not so much the GP side. So that's obviously what you've explored a little bit more in this paper. Perhaps you could tell us how you went about doing that. Yeah, so we we decided that we obviously this needed a qualitative study to get understanding of you know GP perspectives. So we undertook a qualitative study with GPs in rural and regional areas in Australia, uh, which ended up with twenty two GPs involved and about half and half in rural and regional. And we undertook semi structured interviews that varied in length from around twenty to. 60 minutes uh, from those GPs. And there was a spectrum of GP um, ages, experience, and there were a few who had mental health interests, but not all. Uh, and so then we undertook the, the interviews, obviously started to analyse the data and did that in um, a you know, reflexive thematic analysis um, uh, to get the themes that we that we were able to to, to achieve and, and glean from the from the conversations we had with our GPs. Well, go on then, tell us what you found, Rita. That's what we want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so I guess we, we we came down to three main themes, I suppose, and and I guess we've we've broken them down um, and read about it in our paper, but it's around. Um, I guess the first theme was around deprescribing of long-term antidepressants was not just a simple deprescribing decision. And, you know, it really came out from many of the GPs that you really have to think about 
where the G, where patients are in life, you know, are they at a good place? Have they got supports? Have they actually understood their triggers? Do they have things in place to, you know, to be able to implement from to help cope with stresses and things? So really had to be assessing that patient preparedness. Uh, we then kind of realised that the decision-making in this kind of deprescribing decision was very subjective by GPs. It wasn't really based on... I guess, evidence-based kind of decisions, really. It was subjective, it was kind of intuitive, um, and it was, as we were to refer to it, as a relational sort of decision-making, depending on, um, you know, the, 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 the relationship as well with the patient and the, the trust between the two, um, the patient and, and GP uh, as well. So I think, and then finally in this kind of thing, we talked about, the weighing up the cons, the benefits and the risks. And, um, you know, I, I think GPs generally thought that there were many uh, benefits and few risks with actually ceasing long-term antidepressants. Um, uh, and so that was interesting. And that, um, so, I, so I think the other thing around that GPs emphasised that, um, that the patients often were not always that willing and they were concerned about the well-being of, of the patient and the risks that this would do and, and how it might threaten their relationship as well. So there's sort of a mix of things in that, risks and benefits. And obviously the main one was uh, by some GPs, risk for harm, you know, suicide and things um, for, for patients. That did come up with a number of GPs. So it was that was our first kind of theme that we had. Yeah, that came across quite strongly. I've that weighing up benefits and risk. I certainly noticed that. That you know, the, it comes across in the paper that GPs were very open to the benefits of not being prescribed antidepressants anymore. That kind of you mentioned in the paper, the removal of emotional numbing and that reduced medication hmm. burden and the polypharmacy risks and everything that go with it. So it's not like GPs are you know they're very open to that. That was very clear from that first theme, wasn't it? In terms of that side of things. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. So then we had uh, our theme theme we, we came out with, which was um, describing that, you know, uh, deprescribing um, of long-term use of antidepressants is a journey that you need to take together with the patient, you know, by the patient and the GP. So it's a, it's a journey. It's not something that you can just do. So you can't, um, you can't probably just always just implement it. You also might need to at times... Um, plant the seed for change. So I think that was a kind of the first thing is people kind of brought it up and it often would have to maybe take several consultations before the patient may actually come around that you needed to plant the seed um, and, and that they then, you know, could jointly reflect around the role of the antidepressant and is it able to be time to, to, to cease. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so I think that was, you know, kind of um, that plan to see was was common, and then it was then you know co-designing the plan, making sure that we incorporated, you know, GPs thought about needing to take the patient on this journey. So you need to plan together, have a personalised plan, give them some safety netting in it, tell them around the the, the gradual tapering, talking and educating them about withdrawal versus side effects, those sorts of things. Um, and then the care had to occur again after the cessation. So not only was it, you know, during the tapering and the withdrawal of the long-term antidepressant, but it was also monitoring afterwards um, to be able to pick up, you know, if there was going to be some issues, concerns, side effects, recut relapses, or just needing reassurance that they're doing okay. And when stresses occurred, they would be okay. They could, they'd learnt it 
skills to manage this and they didn't need to rely on the antidepressant. And that was another thing that came out was helping the patient to to be able to realise that they could do this on their own. They didn't always need the, the medications. I thought this was a really strong section, particularly if you're looking for the, you know, as a practising GP from for ways to actually help you manage patients as well. Um, and I particularly was, it stood out for me that gradual tapering, as you mentioned in the paper, was kind of almost universally recognised and the need that sometimes you'd have to go slower than the regime and have to be flexible. Because my sense is that that's often, maybe it's spending too much time on social media, but that's one of the biggest complaints about people who are coming off antidepressants and are, you know, feel like they're having a very bad time of it or they weren't looked after by their GP, was that it all happened in a rush and they were just banged off them and they weren't given the appropriate time. But certainly this paper suggests that, of course, people will have different experiences going to different GPs, but the results from the paper and the theme were very much that actually there was, you know, universal appreciation of that and the need to keep on managing it. Yeah, I think the tapering was really quite strong. And and the other interesting thing was that there's not a lot of guidelines, though, about the tapering, you know, what is the right type, how to taper. Everyone had different approaches, but they all had a lengthy, even though we we're all different, they all kind of took time and it wasn't something that was rushed. It was, you know, it was often over many months. Um, but there's no, at least in Australia, we don't have clear guidelines of what is the right tapering mm-hmm. regime. Mm. Yeah, that's. I think that's a good point. Tell us about the final theme. Um, so this was supporting the change for for GPs prescribing practices. So this is helping GPs to to think about um, discontinuing long term antidepressants, and it was around kind of redressing that um, repeat prescribing as a quick fix. That often that's the simple consultation, but we need to kind of take the time to go. Is this really what we need to do? It's resetting um, that that concept of, oh, just re-prescribe, yep, you're doing okay, no side effects, you know, right away. Um, Instead, we need to be going, do we really need this? Is this the right time to be ceasing and and kind of um, bringing that for GPs to be aware um, of that? And also um, a lot of GPs felt is, or at the moment there's probably inadequate evidence to support the discontinuation um, to some degree and um, I guess hopefully our our study will help to show that it's you know uh, you know the GP's perspectives and why maybe that evidence isn't isn't there but we certainly know that the, there's benefits to that and so we just need to help our GPs to understand that and and realize there are benefits in in ceasing and, and to prevent long-term adverse outcomes of long-term antidepressant use but also practice change that you need to kind of within the practice itself um, or the practice of, you know, um, within the general practice need to be thinking around how do you get supported, I guess, sorry, yeah, about how do you get supported to do this? Is it more education? Is it patient education? Is it patient handouts? Do we need some more resources that can better support GPs and their patients to do this? And then um, I guess there's also the, the bit outside of the general practice, you know, our allied health professionals who can help us here, our psychologists, you know, how do we can help have them to have better access? So certainly in Australia and particularly in regional areas, but even in our metro areas, access to affordable psychologists can be really challenging. Um, and so our, our patients in, uh, can struggle to access those services, which they really need to keep supporting them and, and learning those skills and being reviewed uh, so that they can, you know, keep um, understanding the, the psychological skills that will help them to manage stresses in life and adverse kind of times in their life and help uh, pick up on early symptoms of recurrence and depression, sorts of things, I suppose. So that non-pharmacological support 
outside of the general practice that we may not always have control over as general practitioners. So, but we need to be able to help our patients access that. I think the other thing in this theme also for the way general practice is managed as in the way that funding for general practice uh, is, is there is about how do you spend time and get appropriate funding for a remuneration for the amount of time you need to spend in actual um, taking the time to explore all that needs to be explored when you're wanting to see some a patient's um, long-term antidepressant. It takes time uh, and may take multiple consultations to, to achieve that. Uh, and so that's another barrier for success too. There scarcely seems to be a podcast I do or I speak to authors where the, the problem of consultation time doesn't come up in some shape or form. Um, as we're discussing the potential uh, challenges. And I think the other one that will ring certainly true for any UK GPs is the access to psychotherapeutic and psychological help as well. No question. An awful lot going on here, Rita. Perhaps I could get you to summarise the key findings for us. Okay. So I think the the key summary for me would be that uh, the GPs need to be thinking around um, deprescribing, and I guess our our study revealed that discontinu- discontinuation of long term antidepressants is not just a simple deprescribing decision. We really need to take thorough exploration of the patient's social, personal circumstances, beliefs, and potential risks and benefits to assess preparedness, and that the GP and the patient need to have a journey together to make it a successful venture, uh, and that GPs need to to be able to have time, uh, appropriate remuneration and support to be able to help their GP, their patient, sorry, to be able to discontinue. Uh, And I think, um, you know, if we can, can, can change that set and forget kind of uh, thought and attitude around prescribing and re-prescribing, um, then, then, then we need to, this needs to be done in, in with long-term antidepressants and probably many other medications as well, but particularly in this field, uh, you know, we need to keep being aware, are the harms of long-term medication and antidepressant in this case, you know, starting to outweigh the benefits or the fact that there may be no benefit in continuing in, in these people who, who have improved and, and just don't need to be on their long-term antidepressants anymore. Yeah, I think deep prescribing is an area that we all need to work. We're going to be developing a lot more in years to come. Rita, that's incredibly helpful. Um, Thank you so much for taking the time today. No worries. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much for listening to this BJGP podcast. The original research papers and articles can be found at bjgp.org. The show notes and podcast audio can be found at bjgplife.com. Do share if you've enjoyed it. Subscribe via all the usual places, including Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, or your podcaster of choice. Thanks again. Thanks again.